And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm your host, Alan Mahana, and boy, oh boy, do we have a lot of stories today. Iron Fist gets canceled by Marvel and Netflix, directors returning and shifting franchises, sequels confirmed, trailers released. What a week! What a week in the film and television industry. On top of all that, we witnessed a masterpiece, the directorial debut of Bradley Cooper in his rendition of A Star is Born. I don't even know where to begin this week. There's so much to cover. I do know one thing, however. I can't do any of that without the solo to my Chewbacca, Ahad Solo. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, Alan? It's it's script-to-screen news hours. So I'm good. It's packed. It is jam-packed. There is so much going on and Man, so many different things. That's it. I mean, fall, summer ends, fall season begins, everybody is awake now, things are rolling. Yeah, it's it like is, action. Yeah, yeah literally. Like, it, it, is, it is, I mean... It's on fire. It is on fire. Yeah. It good, is indeed. Good, good, good season. We good are period. definitely far from the shallows now. Oh. Hey. Oh, not bad. Not I know. Bad. I came prepared today. Ooh, yeah. There's a script. There's notes. It's it's legit. It's like <laughs> full on. <laughs> it is legit. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's so much, so much to cover. Um, Iron Fist is canceled. Yep. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, we bid you farewell. <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing. He's not. The show is canceled. He isn't. He is going to continue to appear in the other shows. So the Defenders. So def- mainly because in the comics, uh, Iron Fist has a relationship with Luke Cage. Okay, so they're going to bring him so into most, Luke Cage. Most likely, I think he'll end up there. Okay. I watched seven episodes of the new uh, season. It's not that bad. It's better than the first season. Okay. But still, it doesn't live up to uh, Daredevil season one. I mean, uh, does anything yeah. live up to Daredevil season one? A- Apparently season three, which I haven't started yeah, yet. Yeah, critics are loving season three of yeah. that. That's yeah. for sure. Um, that's for sure. Speaking of unforgettable things. Yes. Speaking of unforgettable things, uh, the movie of the week this week is none other than Bradley Cooper's directorial debut, the, uh, A Star a is star. Born. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, the, star the Star was born. Well, I mean, as a director, that star was born. Bradley Literally. Cooper. Literally, he he was he was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, For sure. uh, like off and on screen, both. What what a talent! For sure. Um, the film was distributed uh, in Lebanon via Warner Brothers. Yes, uh, 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 Lebanon. So that's uh, you know we we send them a big thank you yeah. <laughs> for for allowing us to get a chance to see this film. Um, what a movie! What a fant- what a fantastic work of art! Yeah, I mean, literally, it's it's it is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's uh it's a masterpiece, and I mean, I just I don't even you know like I mean I wrote the review. Yeah, but every time I think about the movie, it it just leaves me uh, without lyrics. Yes. 
Literally. Absolutely. I have a bunch of friends who I recommended the movie to uh, personally, and uh, they were stunned. They were blown away. It's one of the first times where there is no wrong with what I recommend. Every single person I've told, go watch it. Uh, I mean, for they, real. They, they, they leave really breathless, speechless, drained... What a fantastic film! I'm gonna let's break it down. Let's yeah. let's let's break down the film. Um, how about we 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 how about we talk about Bradley Cooper's directing mm-hmm. first, and then we'll talk about the story as a whole, yep. and then the performances. Let's Absolutely. do that because I really feel like this movie really deserves a full on yes, a good set, analysis. Good division. Um, yeah. which I, I almost feel like we should be doing for all the films yeah. and not just kind of like brushing over it. But um, so let's talk about Bradley Cooper's directing. What did you think personally? I'm super impressed with, I am. with yeah. what he's done. I I don't know why I see the next Clint Eastwood yes. director in him. Yes. He has that that mm, the uh, good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 very honestly speaking, what he was able to do with the actors, yeah. get that yes. these emotions. Uh the, the movie is, is two and a half hour, two uh, two hours fifteen minutes long. Yep. It goes by like uh, like thirty seconds. It's 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 really well made. The the editing is is just purely simple and 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 smooth, and it just makes sense. Well, in comparison it's, to the to the films that came before, yeah, I love how relevant Bradley Cooper made this film. Yeah, like it it, it I mean, yes, it is a remake, but. It's it's a remake done well. Yeah. It, it's a remake that that feels relevant to a 2018 audience, um, and he's added a certain flair that the other films have not had. I have seen the the Judy Garland version. Mm-hmm. I've seen pieces of the Barbara Streisand version. I have not seen the first original, the original one, yeah. uh, A Star Is Born, which was made in 1937. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that one, but I love how. Bradley Cooper doesn't shy away from anything in this film. He shows you how corrupt and ugly and painful the music or just the entertainment industry as yes. a whole is. Um, I love how for, you know, he he kind of flips the camera in the concert sequences. He doesn't put the camera with the audience. He puts the camera with, with the artist on the stage. Yeah. And if you notice, their backs are to us yes. watching them on the screen. Yeah. So the camera literally, it almost feels like you are on the stage yeah. with those artists you get that jolt of the crowd screaming the 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 you get the the adrenaline of what it feels like almost to be on stage i love that he was able to do this i love that the singing was live yeah um they live recorded the songs none of that was lips lip yeah. sunk lip syncing yep. yeah lip synced um i don't know what that what the mm-hmm. uh, verbiage of that is but um he just made it real. He made it raw. He didn't. Uh, y- yes, there was this 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 Hollywood romance to it, but it wasn't. It didn't fall into the fairy tale. No, he wasn't. He wasn't afraid of of hitting us where it hurts, uh, uh, exposing us to yep. to a truth, to an ugly truth. Um, so I, I gotta give him props for that from a directorial perspective. Yeah, and and he he also happens to have co-written the movie. Yeah. Which is also fascinating. This guy has is multi-talented. He sings. He oh, his uh, voice. Oh yeah. my lord! And what I love is how he tackles these very interesting topics, like mm-hmm. addiction, mm-hmm. like when so real, so, so real, it's very and realistic. And, and and when someone kicks off in the entertainment industry and they have all these beliefs and they want to go within a specific direction, and then when it the bubble starts building up. 
are they willing to compromise all that mm-hmm, and go in a different mm-hmm. direction, which pleases the audience? So that's also a very interesting aspect. Uh, it's and very- that, that apparently hit a, a very close to home uh, to Lady Gaga yeah. while, while making the movie. Um, specifically, she, you know, she she specifically talks about the scene um, where uh, you know the producer tells her. I'm not spoiling anything major, but there's mm. a part in the movie where the producer tells her, you know, like what yeah. happened to the dancers, and she's like, "Well, I just felt like I could I, handle yeah. it," you know. And he's like, "The next time you want to make a decision, don't. That's my job uh, to to tell you know, like if I think there should be dancers, then there should be dancers." Yeah. So it really shows you that the artist really has no control. They become a slave to, to the industry to, yeah, to what, um, what and the to fans. what the what the what the audience is wanting yeah. and what the audience is purchasing, and which is why the last shot in the film. I'm not going to spoil it, but the last shot in the film before the screen cuts to black. This is why it's so very poignant yep. uh, and very Oliver Stone JFK. Mm-hmm. If you get what if if you get what I'm saying, I have not seen. You've Oliver, not no, seen Oliver no. Stone's JFK. Okay, well we'll talk about it in the yeah. you know later on. <laughs> we'll discuss that later on. Um, performances wise, the film is insane. They're magnificent. Um, I mean, for me, Bradley gets you know like that that half a step over uh, uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, for me, there were certain scenes where uh, um, the character slipped away from her and we we really saw Gaga and we didn't see Ali. And those were little minor things for me, but again, very, very, very mm. minor. Um, the, the beginning of the film, when you first meet Ali, was a very rough start for me. That scene in the bathroom, I was like, oh no, this doesn't work. And then the moment her and Bradley meet, Moving forward, yep. I was like, oh, okay, this is like a completely different woman. Like, I don't know who that was in that first scene, but, you know, the parking lot scene, oh, with, her, her with the scene, ice back. Their yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's the another, ice back and- because, because I want to, uh, I agree with what you said. I don't, I actually find both of them equally performing okay. on, on an equal level. The very rare times it's, where Hod and I slightly disagree. It's like a very minor <laughs> disagreement, but, but again, like, like the, the role does help her to, to be very, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. It's like Eminem uh, uh, in eight mile. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, singer playing singer. Yeah, exactly. But I want to like, just say something I wasn't able to say in my review uh, on Instagram, which is the the supporting cast. Oh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Oh. Sam Elliott was massive. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That scene in the parking lot. That's why for a second, and I'm not going to say anything mm, mm. because that scene is... That, the scene with him and Sam Elliott is amazing. Yeah. And then the scene with her and Sam Elliott towards the end also. is also so powerful. I think because everyone's talking about Bradley, everyone's talking about Lady Gaga. I think Sam Elliott. I really enjoyed Dave Chappelle. Yes. Seeing him in yes. that role, also yes. very, very interesting. And Anthony Ramos, who who plays yes. Lady Gaga's best, best friend. friend. Although you barely see him, whenever he is on the screen, he, he is, is very captivating. Uh, and and he, he was actually um, in the cast of Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Um, so hence the, you know, the, the slight dancing that he does yeah. in front of the plane. Exactly. That's a very Broadway move, yeah. whatever he did. And, and we both have to uh, like admire, I'm sure, the, the chemistry between Gaga and... Oh, I mean, absolutely uh, superb. It is, it, for me, it competes with all the other A Star Is Born uh, chemistry. Yeah. I mean, it, it's seriously challenging. Do you do you feel Oscar buzz around this? I do. I, I feel, I I feel really a lot do. of... Not just Oscar, like the whole the whole package, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Golden Globes. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I mean, and I... 
and well deserved, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, well deserved. Um, so, guys, a Star is Born is playing in in movie theaters across Lebanon. Is there anything else you wanted to say about it? I just loved it. It it it's an emotional ride. I mean, we were all crying at the end of the movie. I mean, there wasn't. I it mean, sh- you look around. You look around in the movie theater. Everybody's eyes are just like, oh my god. It should have been sponsored by Kleenex. It should. <laughs> and and the movie theater should give people like two minutes with the lights off. Yes. To kind of c- collect yes. themselves. But but honestly, I I left the movie and I think you you did too. And we were just like shook, shook. We were very shook. We were emotionally shook. I was drained. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was emotionally drained. Um, But yes, I I do want to repeat what you just said. Movie theaters across Lebanon, if you're listening to us, please don't put your cleaning staff in immediately after the credits. There are certain people who actually like to sit and absorb the movie that they watched. Yeah. Please don't turn on the lights and kick us out. The credits are there for a reason, and there are a few of us who actually like to watch them. And I'm ready to talk about so many, 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 many things. Right? Yeah. Right? We've got to, like, we've got a serious rundown. Like, yeah. we're, we got to be flying through because, we, you like know. Hollywood. Slow down. Yeah, just give, give, us, a, give us a chance to probably talk about everything. Process. At one point, I was like, okay, we're really like, we're lacking in news. Like, it's yeah. just casting. And all of a sudden, it's like everything is like, you know, punch it, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's flying through. Okay, so, so let's go ahead and start. Um, so, Sony's on crack, right? <laughs> what, what? Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> What, what they're on venom they 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 are on some serious symbiote yeah um i don't know what is happening here i i literally i'm very confused um as to what sony's doing so if you guys haven't heard um sony is going through with the morbius the living vampire standalone the film, jared leto film which is starring jared leto um and it's he morbius is one of spider-man's villains yep um they're also going through with craven the hunter yes um and the plot twist with the Craven, yeah. the Hunter movie is that it's going to feature Spider-Man. So, wait, what? This is very confusing. So, are we going to have a different Spider-Man than Tom Holland? Or is this going to be Tom Holland? Or are they recasting Tom Holland? Or what's, what's, what's the deal? So, from what I could research is that apparently the deal between Sony and Marvel is that Marvel has... Um, um, shared custody, almost like a share, you yeah. know, they're lending Spider-Man to the MCU, but they're only lending him for three films. So does, Av- which is kind of weird because then does Avengers part four or Avengers three and four, is that counting as one movie? No, because or he has two movies or no, because he has uh, the new one he's filming right so, now. Okay. So we've got Homecoming, we've got Far From Home, and then we've got Avengers Infinity War Part 1, but we also have Infinity War Part 2, so... Maybe solo movies? Perhaps. I don't, I don't get it. So is it, is it like, is it right? So is it going, are they only counting the solo films or are they also counting the Avengers films? Because if you count that, there's also a Civil War. Civil War, he was in Civil War, so I don't know what the formula is here. It's very confusing. But what's even more confusing is that Sony still thinks that they're going to do this. Well, look, 
from a financial standpoint point in what happened with Venom, whether Ugh. we liked the movie or not, yeah. it was successful. It yeah, had yeah. one of I the mean, biggest 80, opener. It, I mean, it beat A Star is Born. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it double. It did Doubled. double what, what uh, uh, Star is Born. Million, uh, 80 million for Venom. Yeah. And, and so from that financial standpoint, they saw that they can cash in on, on this kind of uh, system. And I guess that's what they're going to do. Now, I think it's not sustainable. I think it doesn't work. It's not going to unless they fully take on, uh, unless they fully rip Spider-Man away from the MCU, yep. which also yep. doesn't make any sense and because the MCU is not going to be willing to do that. Like, no, and, and here's what bothers me because if they wanted to do that, for, like from the kickoff, I wanted to see Spider-Man in, in Venom. Venom. Right, That's right, where, you right. know, you introduce him and you share custody of the character and you... And then everything makes sense for the ratings to be similar and the tones to be kind of. Well, they could have uh, they could have allowed at least Peter Parker to show up in Venom. So yeah. you get what I'm saying. So like it wouldn't have been you wouldn't have seen Spider Man per se, but you at least would have acknowledged that Peter Parker actually lives in the universe. The universe yeah, you get what I'm saying. So like there could they could have been a for a better formula yeah. is what we're we're, we're you know uh, um, trying to get at here um, because I really don't want to see another Spider Man. Like I, another I love, character. You I mean love, another uh, character? Uh, yeah, another another actor, another actor plays Spider Man. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Un unless with with the Spider Man enter the Spider Verse, they're introducing all these different universes. So. so could they possibly recap? It's getting so freaking confusing. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like they, they're getting this close to becoming as confusing as the DCEU, and that's saying something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I, I just think uh, I think that it won't last. I think. Uh, Venom is going to work well. It won't do well within the next movie. I'm not sure about the, the Morbius movie. I'm not sure about Craven the Hunter. We'll have to wait and see how things develop. But again, Sony are looking at this as a cash cow. This is a, a kind of franchise which is profitable to them. Yeah. And that's the only thing they're looking at. And look at Venom. If you critically look at Venom and you analyze it properly from a comic stand, comic book standpoint and from someone who enjoys movies properly, yeah. you see that it's a weak yeah. movie. It has a lot of flaws and, and the flaws, flaws are just not acceptable. And I don't think they really care because they had chances to, to probably make the movie better. They were shooting it as an R rating movie. Then they... Made it to PG thirteen yeah, and so yeah, on and yeah. so forth. But so Morbius is apparently hitting the PG thirteen thing as well. Yeah, I think and they're, they're not. They're, yeah, they're, they're all going to be PG thirteen. Yeah. But again, like you know, uh, when we live in a world where a movie like The Meg makes as much money as as it did, uh, you know, this doesn't surprise me. Yeah, but the, again, The Meg doesn't belong to a certain universe that yeah, has to true, respect and true. so on. No, but I'm talking about like it's caliber of movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm literally talking a uh, uh, caliber so of film, yeah. quality of film. You know, we live in a world where that was successful. True, true. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and it's just, it's whatever. Let's, let's see. Um, uh, on the other hand, uh, speaking of a continuation of, of, of uh, films, so like sequels and whatnot, World War, we were just talking about this yep. what was it like two weeks ago something like that world yeah. war z sequel is finally happening being made yeah. <laughs> um uh, it's crazy what's even crazier is the director attached to this movie i'm so happy by the way david <laughs> fincher like and brad pitt they're back wow fight club 2 with zombies uh, fight club uh, uh seven <laughs> Yeah. Fight Club 7, uh, I believe Panic Room was also directed by David Fincher, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but Mind Hunter. Pitts. Yeah, no, I'm just talking what oh, David I, I Fincher has oh, given us. Alien 3. Alien 3. Um, so this is, I'm pumped. Social Network. Yeah, the Social Network. Look at the, I mean, 
This uh, is like a qualified director to take on a movie like this called World War Z. Um, it's I I am really interested now. Like I was not interested when the rumors you you and I both were not no when the rumors were flying about. But with a director like Fincher attached, it changes the whole. Yeah, this could be something very very interesting here um, uh, because. I'm very interested to see what a director like Fincher does to a story like this, yeah. which is so over the top. I mean... And, and where it continues after what, how, how the first one finished. I mean, now I have to go back and watch World War Z, because like, I haven't... I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it, uh, so... I, I, I watched it not too long ago, actually. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's a good movie. It's quite I, good, and the twists in it are, are yeah, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I, I want to see... Like, now I want to see yeah. it again. I want to go back and see... Just to theorize, like, where is Fincher going to take this? Like, let, let, Let's see, because Fincher is good at the twists. Yeah, so yeah. I want to see what he's going mean, to do. I mean, Fight Club, anyone? What happens in Fight Club? No. Uh, <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, that's uh, seven. Yeah. Now you're, you're mixing movies. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, would you friend me? <laughs> Social network. Social, yeah, got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But, no, I, I am excited, again, to see what Fincher can do. Uh, is capable with that. Uh, he, he's a very interesting director. He's very, he's very dark in what yeah, he does. No, he, he's, I mean, he's violent. Mindhunter. Yeah. I mean, literally the Netflix show. Yeah. Uh, did, did you, did you see a, it? It's a very, yeah, I did. Very so good show. twisted. So good. It's an excellent show. Absolutely. I think if someone would tackle zombies in, in an interesting way. It's Fincher. It's Fincher. And with Brad Pitt, very good combination. Yep. They've done, they've done a couple of movies together yep, that were yep, successful. Yep, yep, yep. So let's see how that goes too. You know who else I'm very interested to see what he does with a very, very bad franchise? I do. James freaking Gunn. Yeah. The saga continues. Um, well, elsewhere. It continues. Dropped by Disney, snagged by DC um, to direct. I can't believe I'm even saying this. Suicide James Squad. James Gunn is going to be directing the Suicide Squad sequel. Like, holy mother, does that... Excite me for yeah. Suicide Squad 2 now, even though the first one was so bad. This time around, I'm like, oh, yeah. well played, DC, well played. But, but has he been snagged or are they rumors? Because I read there was no, 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 it, no, no, it's confirmed. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Done. He is, he, I believe he is writing and directing okay. the sequel to Suicide Squad, which again, mm? this makes me very happy. Look, Suicide Squad as the concept, yeah, the concept. It's it's very interesting. It's fun. A lot of fun. It's fun. It's it's fun to have these bad guys do good things. And I, I remember watching the first Suicide Squad trailer, and I've talked about this. It looked like a fun movie. Oh my it god! Good. With, the whole with the premise. queen, with the queen, a track, and and just the whole thing. And Margot Robbie sm uh, smashing a window, and she steals. Uh, something and she's like, that's what we do. We're the bad guys. Yeah, batsy, batsy, yeah. batsy. You know. So, so, so that was really good. And what what James Gunn can bring to that, I think, organization because uh, he's a very organized person in what he does and what he's created. And he's he's been working at Marvel for for a while now, and he knows how the formula. Uh, he knows how the formula works. He knows how to. 
create, if you want, a universe and expand on that. He did that with Guardians. Yep, he was lined up to do something. He was supposed to do something way bigger. Yeah, before you know, he got fired. Disney fired him. Absolutely, and now he can do that and hopefully be one of the people that can fix the DC worlds of EU or whatever the hell they Mm -hmm. want to call Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So I am very excited. Uh, So am I. Yeah. So am I. I can show you the world. How about you show me? How how about you show me? How about? How about no? How about is Aladdin going clubbing after? (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) earlier this week, Disney decides to drop the teaser trailer for Aladdin. (laughs) Um. What a swing and a miss. What a miss. What a, what a, what a not wonderful world. What, uh, I don't, I am, I'm just, I, it hurts. It hurts so bad. Um, because I'm slowly (laughs) realizing that all of my worries about this film are coming true. true. Your Um, wish is coming true. Yeah. Well, (laughs) Well, it's not uh, your wish, but yeah. Okay. So, um, Obviously, the movie is being directed by Guy Ritchie, who Mm -hmm. I am certainly not a huge fan of. Okay. um, Directorially. Um, The cast is questionable. Um, uh, We've got, uh, what's his name? Um, Masood, something Masood, his his first name. I I don't know. I just know Will Smith as Genie. You mean the Fresh Prince of uh, Belgini? Yeah, sure. (laughs) I love Will Smith. I, I mean, I love Will Smith too, but, but, but no, but no, I mean, okay. So the cast was announced. We looked at the cast and we're like, Ooh, and, um, then the poster is released and I'm like, well, I mean, there's nothing special here. It's just the lamp on a purple background. Sure. Well, that was Why fine. not? That, that was okay. Um, and then the trailer drops and so does my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> because here's the thing. If you're looking at the trailer and, and. Look at look at it shot by shot. Everything before that last shot gives you some form of excitement. And I think what helps is the amazing arrangement to the music because the it just felt very epic. You know, you got the you know, it was very, very percussion based, very epic, huge orchestra. It gave me something. I'm not saying I was like fully on board, but what I'm saying was I was like, okay, maybe I misjudged. And then you see him looking at the lamp with gelled hair, looking so clean. He walked out of a dry cleaners, not even shirtless. Do you notice? Like he wasn't wearing just the the vest. He was wearing like a long sleeved shirt that was like with, with sleeves drawn back. Like it wasn't even the official Aladdin like, Garb, and he looked at a lamp with no fascination whatsoever. His eyes look dead and hollow. Like he's looking at the lamp, like, you know, not even an inch of emotion. Like, what, what? I'm not happy, clearly. Yep, neither am I. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I watched the trailer. A couple of times. The me te- too. The teaser. And I, it didn't do anything to me, even musically or anything. I I am so 
not excited for this film. And I we had this conversation a few days ago, you and I and some friends. And and Aladdin is based on Robin Williams's performance. The majority, it, it, the I majority mean, yeah, yeah, of the, the script, spotlight. yes, the yes, majority yes. of the script is improvised by Williams. And yes, you have an outline for the movie, mm-hmm, but everything mm-hmm. came together with Williams and and the, right. the Disney cartoon right. animation that we all know and love is what it is today. And you cannot, you, you can say Beauty and the Beast, but you won't have a specific. Uh, star in mind you'll have the whole story in the whole package you can say yeah uh, i don't know snow white and the seven dwarves etc right but when you say aladdin uh-huh. the first thing that pops into your head is into genie. my head yeah. is genie genie which is sure. robin williams for sure so trying to absorb rep- the fact to, to, yeah, yeah, to, to yeah. replicate that with someone else again with all my respect to will smith as an actor just don't touch this film just leave it let it be yeah that's yeah. my problem with this film. You know, my my my, uh, my brother-in-law and I were talking yesterday, um, and we were like, and I, I literally looked at him, and I was like, Disney could have literally just restored all of their animation films. They could have even uh, done a post-production 3D type thing, restored them to 4K, full HD, re-released them in movie theaters. None of us would have complained. We would have probably gone to the movie theater. Could you imagine Lion King on an IMAX screen, which we did not have back in the day? Can you imagine Aladdin on an IMAX screen with with 3D, possibly? That would have been exciting. Like Disney could have done anything. Any formula. What, what they could have done is done it in, in uh, Toy Story. Uh, uh, wow. Yeah, like computer animation. Computer animation. Uh, Why not? It would have been better than I think what's going to come out. Again, it's not good to judge ahead of time, but from what we've seen yeah, and what I mean, we've read. Nothing about it is, is no. exciting me. Um, it's, it's just... You know, and, and and what's funny, it's like you 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 comment about this, like you you speak on it on social media, and people are like, "Oh my god, like why are you saying that? Why are you being so negative? Like it looks really cool and the magic and the whatever." I'm like, "No, no, that's my opinion." I'll tell you, but, you know, like, but the opinion I think is divided by two uh, age groups: our age group who grew up with these movies and who love them, and a younger age group who yeah. is not in love with these films and yeah, don't yeah. feel they they they. Well, they were never given a chance yep. to fall in love with these films. Exactly. And that's why I said, like, the formula could have been different. Like, you know, but yeah. we have an episode that we're planning. We're going to be talking about this live action, yeah. uh, the Disney live action uh, formula and whether or not it's working. Speaking of uh, uh, Disney live action, there are rumors now circling about. Uh, we we knew that The Little Mermaid was was getting a live action, ad- a live action adaptation. Uh, there are rumors now circling uh, uh, that Lady Gaga might be uh, 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 getting the role of Ursula. Why I mean, hey, I'm on board. Why not? Why that, not? That is, uh, I mean, with her vocal talent Definitely. and uh, her, her, you know, her craziness. Yeah, it works for me. She I could mean, bring a lot to the character. Yeah, she yeah. could bring a lot of depth to the character. Um, that I'm not bothered by that. Um, I am, however, confused that Sylvester Stallone is giving us another Rambo. I think he's what? I think he he's yeah. I saw the picture, and I don't understand why Rambo is a cowboy. I don't understand why Rambo looks like Walker Texas Ranger. It's who, who would win, Walker Texas Ranger or Rambo? Interesting. Chuck Norris or Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Well, Chuck Norris always wins. What? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Look, I'm not 
like fully for this movie, but then again, I'm not against it because let, let me tell you why. Look at Rocky and what they did with Rocky Balboa. Right. That was interesting. It was a okay. good film. Maybe they want to show that side of an older Rambo, retired Rambo, give the character actual depth because Rambo's I mean, all about blowing up crap, <laughs> not to say another word, and, and killing people. I mean, the one before, uh, Rambo 4, if I'm not mistaken, the one uh, where he literally blows people up with a machine gun, just shoots, and then you see heads popping. I, I've never laughed so much. At yeah, movie. I mean, I, I almost want to go back and watch uh, uh, all the Rambos now. Um, but I know someone like my father was like, really? That sounds awesome. And I'm like, Dad, no, you like Blade Runner. Like, please don't tell me you're excited about a Rambo movie. He goes, why not? Sounds fun. Um, maybe. So, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think if, I, if written and done properly, maybe they can actually give depth to this character because he has a lot of history. He's been around for, yeah, I, mean, if, I don't if, know, 40 years. You're right. If they give him the, the kind of depth that they gave Rocky in the Creed movies. Exactly. Th- Sure. It could work. It okay. could work. It could be a nice, um, smarter Rambo. Right. More, if you want intellectual, it's never going to be like super intellectual, but it m- might have that kind of feel to it. Sure. And it could be an interesting action movie. Let's see what direction they take, I, I think. Yeah. But the cowboy, I don't understand. Me neither. He's Me retired neither. on a ranch. <laughs> He's going to kill the cattle. <laughs> um, the final story that we are going to be covering today uh, I believe that's something that you expressed you wanted to talk about because yeah. because it's it's a it's a series that you enjoy yeah. a lot, um, and I believe there there are movies that you enjoy a lot. Absolutely. So I'm literally going to take a, a step back here <laughs> and let you kind of uh, uh, vamp well, a, a, and vent um, because honestly, I've only seen a few episodes of the yeah. of, of the TV show. Um, you know, I mean. I like it, but it's not something that I, I watch mm. constantly. Uh, and I've seen only one of the films. Like, I haven't even seen all of the Lethal Weapons. Okay. So you're more versed here, and, and this is something that's more close to your heart. So yeah. knock yourself out. Okay. I'm going to try to do this quick because there is something you forgot to talk about. Something you shared with me yesterday okay. about Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you do that. So let and me then finish this very yeah. quickly. I'm not yeah. going to take yeah. a lot yeah. of time. Yes. But basically, okay, so I yeah, I, I love the, the, the movies. The TV show is a lot of fun. It's not the best show in the world, but it's a show I enjoy watching without thinking a lot and overanalyzing. So, so a quick rundown of what happened. Uh, it stars one of the Waynes, uh, the, the son of uh, Damon Waynes, Waynes mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And it used to start uh, Clay for. I can't say his name. Clay well, Ford. Clay. Actually, no. It, it does star Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. I always get confused between so, Damon and Marion and... Yeah, no. It does star Damon. <laughs> okay, Damon. The son. Uh, and Clay Ford. And the guy with the mustache. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, so what happened is last year, there were apparently problems on set. And that uh-huh. the, the guy playing Martin Riggs... Uh, was very aggressive and angry and was very close to the character in real life and they ended up firing him. Right. So, fast forward to this year, the show continues with the replacement for uh, Riggs. Uh, they get a new character on the, on the right, series right. played by Sean William Scott. Right. And uh, you have Waynes in the movie. And now Waynes is talking about quitting and leaving the show to spend more time with his family Mm -hmm. and uh, to do other things and pursue something more comedic. And the show is taking, you know, a lot of... He's uh, also uh, diabetic, isn't he? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what it turns out is that 
initially him and Riggs never got along on set. And there were a lot of fights and a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. So here's what bothers me. When you have a, a franchise which is starting to work and have has a certain viewership and fanship, just, just put your egos aside. Work for the, the, the Lethal Weapon is an, uh, relatively an iconic film. Yeah, has a lot yeah. of history. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, yeah. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these characters are very loved characters. Respect those characters. The legacy. And, and the, yeah, the, the, exactly. That's the word. The legacy. Respect mm. that legacy, and don't go throwing tantrums like five year olds and getting that person fired, and then now you suddenly decide that you want to spend time with your family. So he's going to leave. What's going to happen to the show? Uh, can Lethal Weapon work without Riggs and Murtaugh? Will it work with a new duo? I do not think so. Yeah. It's very sad when something yeah, like you this You literally happens. end up watching a show falling apart, yeah. and it's, it's, it's very sad. I, I do things, agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, one of I the do worst things in the show you're enjoying, you're loving, and goes crashing down. Speaking of things crashing down, yeah. uh, it's a great transition. Um, really quick, because I don't want to take too much time, but I did express um, my my want to to uh, talk about this because I wanted to raise more awareness about this, just to show that the film industry. Kind of like how Bradley Cooper showed what the music industry is like. I want to show you how ugly the film industry can be. Um, so apparently uh, uh, a screenwriter by the name of Terry uh, Orosio, who wrote the 1992 animated feature Aladdin, um, shared his frustration on Twitter um, on, on uh, October 11th, so a couple of days ago, and he said the following, so strange that literally the, the only words spoken in the new Aladdin trailer happens to be a rhyme that my writing partner and I wrote, and Disney offers zero compensation to us or to any screenwriters on any of these live-action remakes, not even a t-shirt or a pass to the park. Animated films are not covered by the Writers Guild of America and not subject to any rules other than those specifically contracted. The studio owns the content on an animated feature. When the film when the films were made, no one foresaw a live action remake, so nothing was contracted. Disney has been approached many times for some kind of compensation fee. I asked Disney for uh, I asked for a Disney pass, but they answered no zilch nada. So this is basically what's happening here is that these these screenwriters who gave us those brilliant magical powerful Disney classic films are now being literally treated like yesterday's trash, um, you know, uh, forgotten writers of, of yesteryear, mm -hmm. yeah. um, not being treated with any lick of respect and Disney's banking over the stories that they wrote. So for me as an aspiring screenwriter and, and, and a writer in general, this is just heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to hear this specifically from a company that I like that I really respect and I love the products that they give out. Uh, you know, when it comes to movies, I'm a huge fan of the Disney parks, um, you know, Disney television shows, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But to hear that they're, that this is what they're doing to these screenwriters, that they're not even recognizing them. They're not even giving them any form of residuals or compensation, um, is, is, is sad. It's really, really sad. And, and again, this is what happens when, and you said this, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, a while back, this is what happens when you focus purely on the money. Yep. This is what happens when 
art no longer uh, 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 becomes art. When storytelling and, and, and making movies and inspiring people and all of that becomes second priority to us making a buck. And it's, it's hurtful. It's, it's just, it's ugly. It's really, really, really ugly. I read this yesterday on, on, a, on, a, on an Instagram account that I follow. It's called Network ISA, which is the International Screenwriters Association, who I am a proud member of. Um, they posted this. Uh, from Terry Rossio's uh, uh, Twitter, um, and it's it it really breaks my heart. It really does. Um, I'd love to actually sit down and talk to this guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can snag him for a script to screen episode. Because be talking amazing. with the screenwriter of Aladdin would 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 just fill me with so much joy. Yeah. Uh, it would fill me with so much joy. Um, so we are now uh, on our final segment here. Uh, we've got just enough time to talk about the Lebanese box office, which is very exciting. Um, the top five films this week. Uh, do you want to start? Go ahead. You go ahead. Really? You're going to give me the Pope Francis movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so in, coming in at number five is the Pope Francis, a man of his word, uh, film. Uh, yes, that is actually a thing. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a film or a documentary? By well, the way. yeah, it's a documentary, oh. obviously. Um, with 3,255 entries, probably mostly church groups. Amen. Uh, amen, amen. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's uh, coming in at number five. Okay. And it is, it's in its uh, first week. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, at number four, you have a movie that's been out for two weeks already, mm -hmm. which is Night School, the Kevin Hart and the Tiffany Haddish mm -hmm. film, which is at 4,176 entries. Okay. Uh, which is which is a comedy, which is supposedly yeah, I mean, a fun, that, fun, cute film, which makes sense. That's decent. That's yep. decent. Um, okay, and then we've got Johnny English Strikes Again uh, on its third week already. Uh, this week it made, four, or it had, 14,915 entries, um, with its total with the, for the three weeks being at 65,097. Uh, uh, 65, okay, doing well. It's, the, the film is doing quite well. Yeah, I mean, it's Johnny English. I yeah. had no doubt that this is, you know, that it would do well, yeah. obviously. And at number two, we have last week's movie of the week. Right, Venom, which has yeah. been out for one week. Uh, Venom, how did, venomous! Yeah, Ven ooh, yeah. Uh, and which did uh, which did pretty good. Yeah, it's at twenty thousand five hundred and seventy-two entries, and this is its first week. First week, so performing very properly, very good in, in the area. And for the second yes. or third week in a row, I guess. Uh, no, actually, second, second week in a row. Kafar Naum remains at number one, um, with this week's entries being 27,972, but its total run for, for the three weeks that it's been out is 90,893, yep. which is a great Great number. Keep 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 them coming. Yes. Keep. I know a lot of people who still exciting. haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very go exciting. watch it. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Like it's it is a heavy, very heavy movie. Um, yeah. But still, let's let's uh, let's go and support that. Yes, definitely. Um, because it's very very exciting. Uh, on to uh, recommendations. Yep. What shall you be recommending this week? This week, I want to keep it really light, very silly, a lot of fun. Okay. I'm recommending a movie, I, I think, yeah, from the 90s, an okay. action movie. Okay. I'm recommending Speed. Speed! 
Speed. Speed. Yes. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Such a fun movie. It's a great film. It's, I, I, I think, I don't know if the new generation has seen it. If not, it's a good classic action film. Uh, very simply about a bus. I mean, I don't know if how how light I would call it, but it, it's a but fun, it's, suspenseful it's not, thrill ride. As in light, I mean, it's not like intellectual, and you have to analyze. Oh yeah, no, it's no interstellar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. Not like very smooth and easygoing. Yeah, and it's about this bus who goes above 50 miles per hour and a bomb uh, activates and if it goes below 50 miles per hour the bomb will the explode, bomb will explode. talk about a great concept yeah and, and all the, the thing takes place in the bus inside the small bus and I, mean, great, I mean really great film and and Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock are so fun together they're brilliant together and I think it was probably her one of her first roles yeah, she wasn't yeah, too famous yeah. him he had done a bit before but uh, it kind of cemented him as that action hero and and Dennis Hopper and uh, Jeff uh, uh, Lloyd. Uh, what? Oh, Jeff Lloyd. Not Jeff Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd Bridges. Okay, there it is. Yeah, there, there's, there was a Lloyd there, who's, <laughs> who, who's also in it. Yeah. Uh, great film. Great did film. not need that stupid sequel. No, of course not. <laughs> what sequel? It stopped at the first one. It stopped at the first one, right? Stopped at the first one. Uh, my recommendation this week is going to be slightly predictable, but I am recommending Walt Disney's Aladdin, Ooh. the original animation film, uh, because, I mean... There should only be this one. That's it. They should stop at this one too. Like Speed 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the original Aladdin film is, I remember, I literally remember seeing it in the movie theater yeah. um, when I was a kid. Uh, just the, the, the magic, the wonder of it, the genie, the, genie. Um, the songs, the music. The colors, it's just Disney at its best. Yeah. Literally, uh, 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 Disney at its, or not literally. Um, cartoonishly. Cartoonishly, Disney <laughs> at its best. Uh, I think it's, it's a great film, um, and and you can't, you can't go wrong with it. No. So that will be my recommendation nice. for this week. Nice, nice. Um, a, because I'm in support of Terry Rossio. Yeah. And B, I am not in support of the live action. So this is my rebellion. And C, because of Robin Williams. And C, because of Robin Williams and how much you, Hod Solo, love him. Yeah, I do. And, do, and, and do so it. do I, obviously. Yeah. Um, so uh, that, that's it for this week. That's a wrap. We made it. Yeah. We made it with four minutes to spare. With four, what? I'm sure there's still news we can cover in the four <laughs> minutes. Well, I mean, we did miss one thing, which is that finally a producer from the James Bond franchise confirmed that he will never, ever, 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 ever be a woman. You're so happy about that. Well, I mean, yes, because I I don't like it when people turn male characters into women. That's not doing women any any service at all. Yeah. You want good female roles, create them. Create a Don't create take a, a male role and turn him into a woman. That's not how it works. And the funny part is is that the producer from the James Bond franchise that said this was a woman. Perfect. So she's in support of James Bond remaining a man. He was written as a man. We don't need to copy him, yeah. you know, like we don't need to flip him over and, and make him a, a, a woman. If, if you know if what you, I mean? If you want to look look a bit at John Wick and uh, Atomic Blonde. Yes. So that, that was an interesting yes, kind of thing. Exactly. So, yeah, do something exactly. like that. Exactly. Indiana Jones, Lara Croft. Yep. You know, completely, totally, Absolutely. very similar, but very different characters. Exactly. So that's it. That's, that's it. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Alan Mahana and had dot solo. And you could also follow us on our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash script to screen pod. You can also follow us on our website or check out our website at script to screen pod.com. You can also 
You can listen to us on Podbean, Podchasers, Anrami, Apple uh, 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 Podcasts, Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Spotify. (laughs) Uh, You can watch us on YouTube. Uh, And every Thursday, you can actually hear us recommending and talking about movies on Mix, Mix FM, FM. Um, which is which is awesome. Thanks which is Mr. Mr. Clint Maximus. Yeah, the one and only Clint Maximus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. He loves shawarma, by the way. <laughs> he loves it. He loves shawarma. Forever. Really? <laughs> shawarma, shawarma forever. forever <laughs> indeed. Shawarma forever indeed. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Join us again next Friday for another Script to Screen Spotlight and Saturday for a Script to Screen News Hour. We will be here Thank you for joining us and have a wonderful weekend scene at the movies. Ciao, ciao.